0: Love
1: Welcome to Pet Psychic Radio. Uh, this is Laura, your host, with joined with I. And uh, we're going to be talking about the animals today and seeing what they have to say. So uh, call on in, and uh, we will answer some of your questions about your animals. Yeah, and our,
2: our guest call-in number um, is, we have a toll-free number at 877-604-2372. That's 877 877-604- 604 2372, or you can call in on our regular line, which is 917 889 2693. That's 917 889 2693. I wish we had like an easy one where it could just be like pet psychic. 1 800 pet psychic.
1: Talk animal. Yeah. Talk pets. Um, maybe one day we can do that. Yeah, maybe one day
2: we'll have that. And we also have our chat room open on Blog Talk Radio. Um, if you go to our, our the front home page, I think you can look in the live chat section and you can find the Pet Psychic chat room over there and you can type us questions in there as well.
1: Yeah. So, and What's going on with you? Oh, not much. You know, we had this, um, I had this like, you know, sometimes when something goes wrong with your animal, you go into like this panic mode. Yeah. You know, like, or like they're sick or something. And so, Joey, my cat, he like got this rash all over his face, you know, and it was like all scabby and bloody. And I was like, oh I watched it kind of growing and I was like, maybe it's just like a little acne and I'm not going to worry about it. But I called the vet and I was like, I'm on an appointment next week just in case this gets worse.
3: Mm-hmm. And so,
1: um, so we went to the vet and he's like, his name is Dr. Otto, and he's like, my God, I just like, love him. And he's like, I've never seen it like this before. And I'm like, what? What do you mean you've never seen it like this before? And he's like, Laura, your animals get the strangest things. And he said that he's I know, I was like, why my animals? But he said that, um, like, it was like a rash, like all... He said he's never seen, like, the rash, like, on the lip. You know, it's usually, like, on the chin and, like, down the neck, but not on the upper part of the lip. And it was, like, all red and swollen. And Joey, last year, you know, he had said to me, I don't want to be on uh, pharmaceuticals for my hyperthyroidism. I would rather die than be on pharmaceuticals. And so we were going to, like, even, like, let him die because he, like, hated the pharmaceuticals so bad. And so... And now he's, like, live, living on herbs, which is amazing, but that's another yeah. story. And so um, Dr. Otto is like, Laura, you're going to hate this, but you've got to put him on prednisone and antibiotics. And, yeah. And me and Joey are like, no. We're just like, oh, my God. And so I'm like, Joey, you're going to have to do this. And he's like, no. But I take it, you know, of course. And I'm like, we're like, I'm like, okay, we're going to sleep on this. And that night I had this dream about wheatgrass juice. Mhm. And I'm like, I woke up and I'm like, Joey, you are getting wheatgrass. So I was like Googling and it said it's good for rashes. So I went and I got like a, sh- a couple shots of wheatgrass juice and I started to syringe him like a teaspoon in his mouth and I was like doing hot compresses and then I would dab him with the wheatgrass juice. Oh my gosh. Three days gone. Are you serious? Yeah, totally gone. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that amazing? And he's like, Mom, it tastes like grass. <laughs> like, it's so good. It tastes like grass. Like, he likes it. And yeah. then he's like, this stuff is really yummy. And it's, like, dripping down his chin, you know. But before that, <laughs> I was, like, putting herbs on it. And he's like, and then I'm like, I don't know if I should be putting, like, topical herbs where he can, like, lick it off on his chin.
2: Right. right. So
1: That's awesome.
2: Isn't it? Oh my God, that's so cool! I'm now we know if anyone has a uh, rash, rashy pets. <laughs> grass, <laughs> we
1: grass juice internally and externally. Wow, uh, that's so cool. <laughs> I know we
2: have um we have a couple callers um waiting here in the queue. I don't know who they are because I haven't screened them, but we'll just put them on the air. You want to try? Sure, why not? Hey, hey, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello. Hi. Who's this?
1: My name is Chris. Hi, Chris. Okay. Hey, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, what's your what's your pet? Who's your pet?
4: My pet is Gabalon. You would know him as Sultan. Oh yeah. Not so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Your horse, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so. Uh, for the listeners, explain to us what Sultan looks like.
4: Sultan is about 14 hands in change. He's a dark bay Peruvian paso. He has a big white blaze on his head with a little, looks like a big fat thumbprint going horizontally across the top of the blaze. Mm. Cute as a button. Mm. Um, Peruvian Peruvian pasos have a gait uh, that is like super smooth. They are the Cadillac of horses um and they when they um walk their legs swing out almost like they're swimming um but they're so a beautiful they're mover
1: they are. They're he beautiful. Is. Stormy saw one once when we were walking the, the Pasofino ranch. Sometimes they, they ride their Pasofinos on the same trail that we walk in the morning. Mm-hmm. And Stormy is like, if I was a horse, I would love to move like that
0: because <laughs>
1: they, they, they they're they so fluid. <laughs> um, wow. So what do you want to ask Sultan? I would like to
4: ask him what scared him so much yesterday in the past three weeks about the donkeys oh why what happened um well he noticed some donkey in the pen with the minis next to the round pen um a while ago and so we were just putting him in the round pen and just working him and let and only allowing him to rest on the side of the round pen that was closest to where the donkey was was he yesterday scared of the donkeys yeah, because he was well, he was focusing on that. Um mm. because I got on him and rode him one day, three weeks ago and he got he just I thought he was going to explode under me. Mm. And so so yesterday, um, my trainer Dave and I we and, and a friend helped we put the donkey and Sultan in the round pen together. Oh. And at first Sultan at first Sultan stayed on the opposite side but then he panicked and paced near the gate um and it was at least 10 minutes before he actually saw Dave he almost ran over Dave um, oh my god and so the,
1: what was the donkey doing this whole time like just like looking donkey, at him <laughs> the donkey
4: the donkey was just over on the other side of the round pen just like hey what's he wrong
1: looked. I'm a donkey yeah it's like it was like yeah it's like dude what's up you know <laughs> what? What's interesting about that is, like, don't they put donkeys in fields to, like, scare off mountain lions and coyotes and – don't they? Maybe. I, I yeah, don't they, know. They, they do. I think – I believe that donkeys are – and correct me, everyone, if I'm wrong, but I believe that donkeys um, have a reputation of being able to like protect a herd. And so, very often, they'll put ton- donkeys on the outskirts of like livestock or in the same field as di- livestock, so that they'll chase. Up. They're very territorial. So maybe Sultan <clears throat> is picking up something like that. Like they're not to be messed with. But let's I'm let's not ask sure, Yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah, let me get something. Let's ask him. Better go right to the horse's mouth. Hold on. Great. I think that donkey is a kicker. And I think he likes to kick horses in the side and give them operations. Is that true about that donkey? different donkey than he
4: saw three weeks ago
1: and did he see a donkey
4: did he see a donkey kick no you know last week we took him into the little pen where the other donkey was the other donkey has since gone home um and there were two little mini horses Mm -hmm. and one of the little minis kicked him in the side kicked who? kicked sultan kicked sultan Oh. The donkey didn't kick him, it was a little red horse. It was a little red mini.
1: Oh, I wonder if he's thinking like Minnie's donkeys if they're the same that they maybe are the huh. And so he because felt he... and he got kicked in the side. So maybe it really he hurt him and he thought he needed an operation. Yeah, sure. it really did hurt me. And they were friends. But this is a different donkey. Right. Let me tell him it's a different donkey, and that um, he's got to do his horsey body language and communicate with his mouth and his ears and his body and with his mind and his heart, and and not, try not to get into panic mode. I don't like donkeys; they look evil. Okay. Maybe we should just walk together. I don't think they should be free until we're friends. So he's saying he would feel safer if you all went for a walk together. But are you nervous because he went blind and then? Am I nervous? At, yeah, like or, or Dave, the trainer. Are they ner- nervous to just walk them together because Sultan sort of lost himself and wasn't paying attention to his, to where he was? But like how th- come? How come you haven't just walked them together?
4: Well, I don't know. I mean, he couldn't do it, med- it yesterday. Well, didn't think of it. We didn't. Um, yesterday, I mean, by the time he realized that he and the donkey were in there together, he had just lost
1: all sense of himself and. I don't want to be free with the donkey.
4: I don't want to be free with the
1: donkey. The donkey. <laughs> The donkey needs to be on a leash. It's much safer for me. <laughs> so what so he's it, saying is that he's totally mm-hmm. freaked out of the donkey, and that um, that he's really scared, and he feels like you and Dave can keep him safe if you're holding the donkey. So he doesn't feel the he doesn't feel safe with the donkey free and you know it's like every animal is different, and he's just saying i i mean what he's sort of saying when I don't know if he really knows it is that he doesn't feel comfortable with his own communication skills with another animal, mm-hmm. and so he needs someone else there, a human there to help him communicate until he feels comfortable with that being does that makes so sense does
4: he want that, no that makes total sense so does he also want to be walked like on the lead rope and if one of us has the donkey on a lead rope and he's on a lead rope or does he want to be free and the donkey on the lead rope
1: i think the only way you're going to get me close is if you have me on a lead rope <laughs> please do <be> not <honest.
3: laughs>
4: Hey, that's what i want to know <laughs> He's like, I'm
1: out of here. <laughs> a, I mean, he's really scared of the donkey, I think, because also, like you said, he sort of went blind when he saw the donkey. Last week, he couldn't tell the difference between a donkey and a miniature horse. He was so nervous. Okay. So, so uh so what's really good in these situations is, like, he's given you a, a way to do it, to so walk them together, but then you want to make sure that the donkey is definitely out of kicking distance because that's his major fear is that he's going to get kicked. And then okay. um, walk them at a safe distance where they can just, and then remind them, communicate to one another using your body language and your mind. And think about your breathing. Think about your hooves on the earth. You know, and really you and Dave hold confidence like, hold, like, a conscious image of how it would look if they, if everything went really well. Like, what would that mm-hmm. look like? And then hold that image in your mind. Because what happens sometimes is we start um, training or we start doing something and we are like, oh, my gosh, this might not work. He doesn't really like donkeys. And then that sets up a panic for him. So mm-hmm. really be conscious. Okay. Okay, Chris, we got to get to the next Thank caller, you. but thanks for calling in.
2: Thank Let us you know so much, how it goes. Laura. Okay, we'll
1: good do. to talk to you. Thank you so
2: much. Okay. Fort so I also wanted to, um, to ask, maybe we should remind our listeners what they can do with their animals before before we uh, take another call.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, so when you guys are calling in, um, what happens is when I talk to the animals, I have to explain to them who I am first and that I'm a human that I can hear them. And so what would really help me is if when, before you call in or while you're on hold, if you could tell your animal that there is going to be a human that's going to talk to them in their head and in their, in their hearts and if they could listen and be really clear on their answer and if you could um, tell them what your question is so that they have an idea of what's happening. And then when you get online with me, what I need to know is your pet's name and what your animal looks like, and then a very um short description of what the problem is and what you want to know.
2: And this is the same for deceased pets as well. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Um okay, well we got Justin on the line, so let's Hey Justin.
5: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks yeah. for calling. No problem, Laura. I've seen you actually a few times on YouTube, and I just think your work is amazing, so I'm really excited to be able oh. to talk to you.
1: Thanks, Justin.
5: I, no problem. And I'll have you know that I just tried to explain to Mr., my dog, about you, but I, I don't know if he was paying attention to
1: not so that he was. Like, a lot of times people think that your animal has to be paying, like, when they're paying attention, that they have to be looking at you. But they're like us, you know. We could be cooking and talking at the same time. So if he's, like, walking away from you or, like, eating grass or, you know, right. sipping something, you can still pay attention. Okay. So what does Mr. look like?
5: He is a salt and pepper, like silver miniature schnauzer.
1: Oh, so cute. And um what do you want to ask him?
5: Um, I just wanna know um I, I have like a, a couple of mental a uh, physical um things like uh, illnesses, so I'm not able to be you know, play with him as much as I thought I would or, you know, run with him or go outside. And I developed a little bit of a like an kind of it's kind of embarrassing, but like an O C D thing where I can't really cuddle with him like I want to or you know when he scratches it just makes me cringe and i don't know if he is feels like i'm pushing him away or if i don't love him as much or and i, I just want to kind of know about that
1: okay and it's a new behavior for you did so did you used to be yeah, able to cuddle it, with him okay
5: yeah when i first got him when he was a puppy um yeah he would sleep with me we would you know lay together everything and then mm-hmm. it kind of just it, it, it changed really quickly uh, the only good thing is that kind of can makes me feel better is that he sleeps with my mom a lot. You know, he sleeps with her and she, but he still follows me around. So I'm just wondering. And do you like him to follow you around?
1: Or do you want him to to be more your mom's dog?
5: No, I love the way that he, you know, responds to me and listens to everything I say Mm. over everybody. But at night, I like him to sleep with her because, you know, he feels, if he, he can sleep in the bed, he can have his little spot.
1: Okay, so so you want him still as your companion. You just don't want to have to touch him too much. Is that right?
5: Yeah, I don't know. It's the licking part that makes me, like, go crazy.
1: Oh, so he's, and he's licking you.
5: Yeah, he licks a lot.
1: Okay, so let's see if we can tell him, to not to lick you so much.
5: Okay.
1: Is it it mister or mystery?
5: Mister, like
1: M-I-S-T-E-R, yeah. Oh, cool, okay. Okay, let me get mister on the line.
2: So what Laura's doing right now, she's talking to your pet, psychically. And she does um, this I I know. Did you hear the whisper? <laughs> I did. I did. I yeah. want to explain it to people. Yeah.
1: They're like, what's going on <laughs> what right now? What is she yeah, doing? Yeah. I kind of <laughs> What is that wind? In the... Okay. Um, so uh, Mr. said that he, he understands what's going on with you, and he thinks that if you take more showers that you would feel more comfortable. Because when you take a shower, you feel refreshed.
5: Is that true? Yeah, kind of. That's true.
1: He needs to take a shower in the
5: afternoon.
1: And when I lick, it's only because I love him that I'm going to tell him that you really don't want him to. Can he scratch my butt? Probably not, right?
5: Probably not Okay But he licks there a lot Like it itches all the time
1: He licks the bed? And he, and he, he itches it, all the time?
5: He, he scratches all the time
1: Oh, what are you feeding he him?
5: Licks, he licks his butt and scratches all the time
1: Oh, what are you feeding him?
5: Um, Blue buffalo
1: Oh, that's a, and that's a no-grain food too, isn't it?
5: Um, I think it I think so.
1: I would check that out because maybe that sound. Maybe it's diet. Does he do it all year round?
5: Yeah, he scratches a lot and he licks his paws a lot. And we live in Texas, and it's allergy like really bad allergies here. Yeah. yeah,
1: but if it happens all year round, it might be his food, and so I would I would play around with his diet. He might be allergic to like wheat or or corn. Okay. I'm allergic to anything but meat. <laughs> I like meat a lot. And I like chips.
5: I'm not allowed to have chips, so.
1: <laughs>
5: you chips. <need> a chip? <laughs> I only recently, like two days ago, I accidentally dropped a couple chips, and he just, like the only a couple days ago.
3: <laughs>
2: That's funny. That's what he's talking about, I'm sure.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's funny. Meat and chips is actually a diet. (laughs) Uh, No, but seriously, it sounds like you might be able to solve both of your problems with his diet. Because if he's not as itchy and, I mean, you might be hypersensitive to whatever's going on with him. And so if you cure his allergies, you might not have that sensitivity level towards him anymore. Okay. So think positive. So think things like uh, we're going to find the best thing that makes your allergies go away and just see if you can kind of start doing research on food. I'm a big fan of the raw food diet. You can look into that. Or okay. just go to some holistic pet store and ask them, like, what's the best food or find a holistic vet. and He says that he also wants filtered water. Do you give him filtered water now?
5: You know what? I think I was feeling that when I gave him water out of the faucet, he would kind of drink it, but not really as much as when I poured the bottle water. So most of the time, I pour bottle water.
1: Oh, okay.
5: And sometimes I put in the faucet, and he kind of. I I thought it was in my mind that he just. No,
1: it's not in your mind for the, at all. The water. Yeah, you're you're picking it up. <laughs> <laughs>
5: But I was like, well, because he, he would drink it eventually, so I'm saying, well, that's ridiculous, right?
1: No, well, no he's thirsty I, I, eventually, so he had to drink it. He um, he says that he wants you also to walk in the shade with him. We should do long okay. walks in the shade.
5: Okay. Because I can't walk really that much because my feet hurt really bad, so I feel bad. We have a big backyard we can run in, but oh. I know that I try to, I walk sometimes, but not a lot. He
1: says that's because he doesn't walk in the shade. But <laughs> what's what's interesting about that is, like, sometimes the dogs, they just say things because they want you to, like, walk them, and they're just like, oh, come on, you can walk in the shade, that's better. But sometimes yeah. also they might be, he, he might be picking something up, and he might be like, you're heat intolerant, and so if it's shady and cooler, maybe your legs won't hurt as bad. Okay. Or your feet, so you never know. Like, sometimes they really can see things. Okay. Tell that I'll try not to lick so much. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but it's not
1: that easy. <laughs>
5: what? him barking. It's so helpful, yeah. The guy who's sitting in the grass outside. <laughs> well,
1: well, Jason, thanks for calling in.
5: No, thank, thank you so you. much for the insight. Yeah, right.
1: you be well.
5: Bye. Thank you, bye-bye. Yeah, I yeah.
2: also, I think it's good to also tell people when your animal you know asks for things or says things you know if you could clarify more about that you know how sometimes like they're just like you know people where they just say things that they want but it's not yeah, necessarily like, chips good for them. are
1: really good for me like <laughs> yeah. chips are so good for me I feel great when I eat chips <laughs> it doesn't mean that you should give them chips <laughs> right. but, but it's amazing. I mean, some of them really know. Like I had this one totally. dog that say to me once, like, my kid cannot do his homework when he eats corn tortillas. Like he can't, he can't focus after corn tortillas. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. And so like the kid obviously had a, like an allergic reaction to corn and literally could not focus as well on his homework after you right. like really notice that. And so sometimes they do. They can pick up things like that and it's amazing. But other times they're just trying to to work you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you yeah, know because Ventura totally picked up um you know when I needed to drink water, he'd always say he was thirsty and then he would over-drink water because I wasn't drinking enough water.
1: Yeah, to overcompensate and that's true. A lot of times they mirror our, they mirror us and they do what we need. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. That was I know, interesting so. how Ventura
2: was drinking water because he's drinking water. Like overly drinking water. Um <laughs> we have Sarah on the line. She's a friend of mine. Sarah?
0: Oh. Hi. Hi. Hi
2: Sarah. Hi. I really like your show. Oh, thanks. Um, I think did you want to talk to your one of your cats that had passed away or was it another yeah. animal?
0: I think so. I mean, because there's a few I want to, but I can always call in again. Yeah. I guess. (laughs) But yeah. we talked to. For now, um, his name is Bud, and he's been deceased about ten years now. Okay. But I think a couple years ago, he gave me a song, because I would always have dreams about him. Like after he he died, just occasionally he would just kind of show up. You know. And, like, I swear he gave me this song, and I'm not sure what to do with it. I haven't done anything with it yet. So are you a musician? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, and could so you so ask what... him what he wants me to do with the song? Sure, yeah. We... And so what is, but he's a cat? Yeah, he's a tuxedo cat, so black oh, and white. Oh. oh, cute. He has a little okay. white paws and, like, the white triangle on his chest and white whiskers <sighs> and, like, yellow-green eyes.
3: Yeah, he's oh, really
0: amazing. Handsome. Okay. Let me yeah, get very handsome. <laughs> let me get
1: Bud. He says he wants you to put it on the radio and play it for all types of people. because he thinks it can affect the whole world. Is that true? Is it like an inspirational
2: song?
0: Well, I don't know, because I haven't, I feel like I need to start recording it, which I keep putting off, because I feel like I want it to have, like, a lot of different sounds and people involved in it. Oh, yeah, so he it's said. it's pretty much just one theme, like it's called Bud's Theme. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he, he did say that it go it plays over and over again. Yeah. And just kind of builds up. I love drums with it. Drums.
1: <laughs> and I wouldn't mind a flute or something.
0: I play the flute. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah.
1: Mom should sing it. You want to sing it for us?
0: Me? Uh, right now? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Uh, but uh, I don't know, I feel too
1: bad you, you don't have to <laughs> Maybe when you get it recorded Then you can ca- call in and play it for us Okay, I'll do that
2: <laughs> That would be so cool Yeah, we could play What's the song called? Bud's theme song?
0: Yeah, Bud's theme <laughs> so, Okay, he wants it on He's, the radio Okay, Well,
1: you're yeah, on the radio he, Yeah, that's true <laughs> And he said it's also about how he watches over you Oh, okay. Because I'm always around her. Aw.
0: Sometimes I sit with her while she's eating. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I used to like to feed him turkey and stuff. Oh,
1: that's cute. So he's around you when you're probably eating turkey.
0: <laughs> I've been eating a lot of turkey lately, too. Oh, oh you have? yeah.
1: He says to be confident and know you're powerful. And you don't ever need to be sad because you have a lucky life. Do you feel like that's
0: true? (laughs) Um, I'd like to think so. (laughs) It's nice to hear from him.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm not coming back to life yet because I like to hang out here. (laughs) <laughs> but So he will come back to life He said you can ride a beam of light Like a musical strum What? Um, right. He said you can ride a beam of light Like a musical strum So I think he's saying like you can Ride light and music Like in the same way Like as a spirit um. Huh. No, he says he's not going to come back to life yet. Like he's going to stay in heaven. Okay. But there's a yet. Does that mean that? Well, I just well, say yet because you never, you never. I mean, you know, like there's eternity, so it's like, <laughs> like
4: you could change his mind. You know, like one day. You might change. his mind <laughs> yeah.
2: Next week, who knows? <laughs> yeah. No, he's in an
1: for a while.
2: Yeah. Well, thanks, Sarah. Call back for uh, next week or something if you want to talk to another. Okay. Pet. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much. I really Bye. appreciate that. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Sarah. Bye. Bye.
2: Oh, that's so cute.
1: I know. It's He's fun. a happy spirit in heaven.
2: Oh really? Oh, it's cute that <laughs> she's been eating turkey lately, and then he <laughs> talks about turkey or whatever.
1: I know cuz I think that they sometimes they're like cuz you know the buddha say that you should eat for the deceased? Like mm-hmm. because they say that the deceased can't taste. Right. And so it might have been that he's like
3: turkey, turkey. <laughs> so she's
1: like, "Hmm, I'm craving turkey."
3: <laughs> That's so cute. I know.
2: Yeah, I guess is that why they like I know my family, they have like little shrines at their house and they leave food out. Yeah,
1: that probably is why.
2: Oh, I don't they, even know this stuff. <laughs> feast,
1: yeah, they feast for them. Are you yeah. your family Buddhist? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
2: I mean, they're not like, you know, my parents really aren't, but everyone else, you know. Right. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. Um, well, we, I want to shout out the number again. We only have uh, like 20... Five minutes or so left, and we have a guest calling in soon. Um, but call in if you'd like to have your question answered at 877-604-2372. That's 877-604-2372. Or you can call 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. I don't know why I would give out two phone numbers, but we have two phone numbers, so one why not? Because one's free, right? one's toll free even though if you, it was toll free wouldn't you just call the toll free number
1: well i mean i have internet i can call all over the united states so it doesn't matter to me if
2: i have toll free or not i see you know okay. for
1: some people who don't have cell phones
2: maybe they want to call toll free i get it <laughs> i'm just like why do we have two numbers i don't know but we do <laughs> and we'll just use them <laughs> <laughs>
1: um how's your little animal
2: family i they're good um rosa's been hanging out rosa's my cat and ever since uh ventura passed away you know about a month ago now she's been hanging about and coming out to the living room which she never did before so now she knows there's no dogs in the house and she's been you know roaming free
1: Oh because your mom's dog went back to yeah. to her house. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that so must even, have been
1: hard for her to leave you, huh? For Aloha? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She yeah, she had a hard time like the first day, but now, you know, I'm over here right now and she seems to be fine. Oh, like good. she could care less about me now. Really? Yeah, she's like back to being with my mom.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just a one-cat household now.
2: You know. I went from, like, two cats, you know, two dogs, pretty much, to one oh. cat now.
1: What are you going to do? Are you going to get a dog?
2: I want to. I want to get another, I want to get a um, standard poodle, but I want to rescue <gasps> one, and there's no good, like, there doesn't seem to be a lot of rescues available. I
1: think I know of some rescue standard poodles. Really? I do. Maybe we'll get them on next week.
2: That would be so cool.
1: Yeah. Maybe I can get a whole bunch of pictures of them and we could talk to them and see if they wanna live with a musician.
2: Yeah. They have to like music. And, and like loud the,
1: noises and
2: Yeah, loud noises. Um they have to be okay with uh John and I dancing around the house. <laughs> so they gotta you know and they gotta be.
1: They Right, and they have to be okay with wearing hats and glasses because you you put funny clothing on your animals. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's (laughs) true. But that was only Ventura because he actually liked it.
1: Yeah, but I think that you wouldn't be able to resist.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's true probably. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can we check in with Ventura and see what he's
1: up to? Of course we can, so Ventura is as Dalmatian that has been passed um a month now, yeah. and i what do you want to ask him now?
2: Um, I would like to ask him what he's doing. um, I know last week he was just i forget what he was doing. he was like hanging out helping people. Do something or other. I can't I can't even remember. Oh,
1: he says now he's with your friend who passed away who um and that they're listening to the show.
2: Oh. Okay.
1: And we're gonna do this now once a week. <laughs> and I think I should be a regular. Like Ventura thinks he should be a regular.
2: He could be co-host.
1: Because I'm still I's dog. And just because I'm dead doesn't mean I'm gone. (laughs) And I can tell you a lot of things about life. And I can tell you that Rosa feels safe because she doesn't smell me, which is the <laughs> kitty. Oh, that's cute. That's true. She didn't like my smell or my drool. I'd throw up. And he would throw up water. <laughs>
2: yeah, he'd throw up water.
1: She's happy she doesn't have to step in it anymore.
2: <laughs> that's so true. I totally <laughs> believe it.
1: And he says that I can see from up here. Oh, my gosh, Mom, you have so many directions you can go in. If you were a sea creature, you would be an octopus.
2: (laughs) That's so true. It
1: is so true. Because
2: I have, like, way too many things going on.
1: That is hysterical.
4: Yeah. An octopus.
2: That's really funny.
1: He says you love animals and I think you should make music for animals. <laughs> Which you know has been an idea of mine. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I don't even know what like I don't even know how to go about doing that. We'd have oh, to I've like Oh, I
1: have so many ideas. We'll get it done. Okay. If you if you want to.
2: Yeah, let's do it.
1: If you make music for animals. You better make a Ventura song. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's such a ham. Like he always wants to be the star, the center of, the show. of
1: attention. Yeah. <laughs> so he wants to make a, a Ventura song about how he got over fireworks, like we were talking about.
2: Uh, oh right. Like he could time. sing
1: about how Ventura was scared of fireworks, and then he got he became good at them, so right. he felt safe with them.
2: These sound like children's songs.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, like children just- for songs for your pets. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna do songs for pets, you better do barks and meows.
3: Okay.
0: Let's
1: do it. Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have him on
2: weekly.
0: And All right. it's
2: Ventura segment now. We'll check in with him. <laughs> well, we got some more callers on the line, so let's see who's okay. on the line. Hey, you're on the air.
1: Hi, this is Sherry. Oh, oh it's our guest. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Hi, Sherry. Thanks for calling. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm yeah. really looking forward to this. I know. This is really
1: exciting. So, um so Sherry, tell us a little bit about what you do and what where you live and about all the horses there. Yes,
3: I live on a ranch in Ohio called Rutherford Farms, and we have a lot of Arabian horses, some saddlebreds and a couple quarter horses. Um, the Rutherfords in past years had a breeding program for show-quality Arabian horses, and most of the horses there are either former show horses or their offspring or the stallions. Mm -hmm. and it's really an eclectic group, these guys, let me tell you. It (laughs) is. Well, you you've talked to them all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's, like, amazing. So Sherry has trained this one horse, Bob, to do, he's a stallion, to do all these tricks. And he does, he waves, right, and he
3: bows, Mm
1: -hmm.
4: and he
3: goes into his stall on command. What else does he do? He picks up each foot if you point to the foot and say foot he'll pick it up and uh he rears on command and he's a, a a real communicator he's a talker he likes to tell you what's going on and who's doing it and he's a bit of a tattletale but he's he's mostly a show off and and that's good because as a stallion sometimes they can get that negative attention seeking um through bad behavior and this behavior has kind of turned him around and brought him out of his shell. So he's not mean; he's just very communicative and affectionate now, seeking mm. that positive attention. Mm, So sweet. He has a sweetheart.
1: And so, Sherry, tell us like a little bit about what's going on with some of these farms now that are ha- that were had like these show quality horses and with the economy and everything. It's yeah. Uh, it's, it's been really, it's tough, really tough for bad. a lot of
3: these. It's bad for everybody right now. Um, The economy, the California hay crisis, um, different veterinary things that are going around. It's been really tough on a lot of the equestrian-related businesses, uh, not just in California, but in the entire Southwest, really. Um, Hay prices have gone through the roof. We've seen a tripling of hay prices in 18 months.
1: And why is that?
3: Um, There's a lot of little reasons, water shortages, erratic weather. um, Farmers have reduced their acreage of production of alfalfa in California. But um, the two biggest factors, in in my opinion, are the dairy farmers competing with the equine community for a limited supply of alfalfa and also the foreign export to outside Mm -hmm. markets that are paying a, a premium price for the California alfalfa. And so
1: now with the economy, that's really, like, affecting the horses, too, like, at your at your home and at the ranch because um, you've had to be able to – you've had to cut down on
3: their hay and start giving them more pellets, right? Right. We've had to alter that. It's A horse uh, consumes an average of 2% of its body weight daily, and a 1,000-pound horse needs about 20 pounds of food, and half of that needs to be foraged like hay or grasses. Mm-hmm. And so we switched to the pellets but that doesn't give them any forage substance and we noticed in their behavior right away a change so we we've, we've remedied that we've mm. gone back to having some forage for them as well yeah you, it's a it's a delicate balance and you really have to listen to them to figure out what they need
1: yeah, because you guys really, really care about them and you, you need to do, you want to do the best for them. And
3: like Absolutely. I was over at,
1: at the place before and I spoke to a little girl, a, a horse named Little Girl, right? right? And she said that she was she was a little bit of hungry, but you had been feeding her the recommended dosage. And so it's just like kind of trying to figure out and being able to have to watch them and figure out like, Okay, we need to now up it more, and and um, ha- it's a tricky thing to be able yeah. to to support everyone's needs, isn't it?
3: Yes, and my interpretation of her comments is not so much that she was hungry as she was missing having something to chomp on all day. Right. In the, in the wild, they're foraging; they're eating grasses mm-hmm. all day long, grazing, and. So it it's, it's, it's important a, to have that element still in their their day. Yeah,
1: because it's probably just a, a different feel in their stomach too, like right. digestion wise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and now now we were going to talk to one of the horses there.
3: Yes. And and what's what's her name again? Her name is Kiata Bay, and we call her Kiki. Mm. And she's she's one of the horses there that is looking for a forever home, mm. and she's a purebred Arabian mare. She's twelve years old. She has the sweetest disposition and face. She's mm. a big love, and we were kind of wondering who's she looking for in her new forever owner. What is what would make her happy? That's good. And and
1: uh, remind me where she is in the farm. Where, which, um, where's she's kind her? Kind of over by Bob.
3: She's more across from from Boone, who's right next to Bob. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, okay, yeah, I remember, I remember. By Billy,
3: she's the she's a flea bitten gray, the small one with the big, big doe eyes.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah, I remember. That's... She's beautiful. She is. Okay, let's ask her what kind of home she wants. That
3: would be wonderful.
1: I want a home where I can move my legs a lot and people can take me out and teach me things. I really want to be ridden. And I want a safe home. And a home where people are excited to see me every day. Aw. I know. (laughs)
3: Your home is very safe, so I think that's where she gets that from. Yes. And she also, she loves kids. Um, She's really comfortable to ride. She would make a great, you know, love for a young teenage girl. She's got that kind of personality, and um, she rides western and hunter on flat and also would be a great recreational riding horse. Um, but she she really loves the kids. I've ridden her myself, and she's really comfortable to ride. Oh. She's well trained as well. So
1: and she says she's calm too.
3: She says I'm calm. calm. Yeah.
2: How do we get uh, in contact with you if someone is interested in getting uh, seeing the horse or adopting the horse?
3: Well, um, I believe some of the information is going to be on your website, right, Laura? Yep, okay. which is thepetpsychic.com com. and we'll yeah. include um, some photos and some information about Kiki and telephone number, contact information, things like that.
0: Okay, great. Great. We're, yeah, we're like hoping the... to
3: find the love of, a, a mutual love of their lives between horse and rider so that they can she can spend the rest of her years, you know, happily and loved like she is now.
1: Yeah, and you have a bunch of different horses there, so Kiki's do. not the
3: only one that's there. He's not that's... the only available horse. We have, yeah. we have several, and it, it's, it's really hard on us because we love them all, and mm. we don't really want to part with them. If we could afford to keep them all, we would, but in this economy and the fact that Tony Rutherford suffered a stroke a few years ago, and he's no longer able to support the ranch facilities the way he once did. Um, mm-hmm. It's a struggle, and we don't want them to be miserable. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't want them to feel the stress that we're under just trying to, you know, make the feed bill every month. Right. So um, we want them to have a happily ever after, and if unfortunately if that means letting them go to another home, that's what needs to be done. We're really after their, the welfare of their hearts and their bodies as well as our Yeah, and that's so, so
1: important because a lot of facilities have not been able to be able to find some horses, some homes, right? I mean, I yeah. hear stories all the time. Like I heard a story where um, somebody went out to the river bottom, they, they took their horses out of the trailer, and they went for a ride, and they came back, and there were two horses in there.
3: Yeah, that was in Ohio.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. There's two horses yeah. in the trailer, so people are just literally yeah. dropping horses off when they can't yeah, afford there, them anymore.
3: There was a, a couple of gentlemen that were arrested last week in Riverside for taking horses up into the hills and dropping them off and just leaving oh, them abandoned. Gosh. Them. Yeah. yeah, it's a little desperate right now. The ho- we live next to a horse rescue and they are full to the brim. They're mm. having to turn people away and it's sad because you know, it, it used to not be such a horrible expense, but, you know, to have your feed bill tripled so quickly, um, it, it's hard. It's hard for those that love the horses and, and would, you know, that just can't quite make it the way the economy is right now.
2: Gas okay. prices
3: have, you know, also contributed to all this. So,
2: Yeah, so if anyone um, knows anyone who's looking for a horse, uh, log on to thepetpsychic.com. We'll post some pictures and uh, information and give you the contact information uh, about these horses. So yeah. uh, thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, thank, thank you thanks, for having Sherry. me.
3: And thank yeah. you for letting me know what Kiki wants. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you guys you are, are great like over there.
3: there. <laughs> I'll talk to you again soon, okay? Thanks, Sherry. Thank okay, you. bye-bye.
1: They are really sweet horses over there too. Uh-huh. I mean, they have just been loved and cared for. They they would make some wonderful horses for a family
2: or I one hope person get adopted. Me who too. Um, we got uh, Ruthie on the line. Hi, Ruthie. Who do you uh, who are we going to speak with today?
1: Well, hi. This is Ruthie. I'm very excited to talk to you.
3: <laughs> hi, um, Ruthie.
1: And uh, actually, we—I hope we'll speak to Gracie Allen today. Um, Gracie is my Bichon, and she's one of four. And she's used. Everybody's really friendly. All of my my babies are very friendly dogs, but Gracie Allen cannot stand the little fella who I've hired to help me around the house, oh. um, Britt, and she. Just for three months now, she has not warmed up to him. She will just start barking at him if there's even a a hint of him being in the area. And I'm wondering if she might, if you might be able to find out why. Yeah, okay. So what, and and so what does the man look like? Uh, He is a 17 year old boy. Okay. And he's dark hair and, uh, He's he's a thin, dark-haired, kind of olive skin fella. Okay, that's and, good. And what about Gracie Allen? What does she look like? She's a Bichon Frise, mm-hmm. uh, so she's a little like puffball and she's got a pink nose, and she's a little chubby. Okay, let me get her. says he has too much electricity in his blood. I don't know what that means. Hold on. His eyes are too big. Does and he have big eyes? Does he have big, eyes? does he have big eyes? Does he have big eyes? I never noticed that they were unusually big. I'll have to go check. He's in, he's intense. And, but you... I don't know if I trust him every time he comes near, I get the jitters.
4: Okay. Well, I was just, did he do anything to her that would make her...
1: I'm scared of him.
4: That's obvious. That's very obvious. I was just
1: wondering if he did anything for her. Just by being around him, I'm scared of him. It's interesting, um, like, the electricity part is really interesting. I don't really know what that means. Like, it reminds me of someone that might, like, to, like, just have a has a big energy field that might throw off watches. You know, there are some people who can't be around electronics. Uh-huh. It almost, or you should ask him if he can wear a watch if he throws things off like that, because it's almost like that kind of energy. But then, like, the big eyes, you just want to tell him to not really look at her too much in the eye, just to look away.
4: Okay. That's just crazy.
1: Tell him to stay home.
4: home.
1: (laughs) But you trust him, is that correct? Do you really trust him? And so you trust... And it kind of makes me wonder.
4: Oh,
1: oh my God! Sorry. Uh, Brent must have passed by. Uh, uh, yeah, I really trust him. So I don't. It's very odd. And, and, and he's there doing work, or, and he does work around the house. He does work around the house for me. So yeah, and so does she. Do you have a cleaning lady? Does she bark at a cleaning lady too? She doesn't bark at anybody. She loves my gardener. She loves the cleaning. Oh, room. that's and great. Everybody that comes into the house but this this fellow. He's static. Okay. That's Can I really ask one more- um, I think we've got one more caller, so we better
4: yeah. we'll go we'll and get, go get the other
1: bit. caller. But remind her to lick and yawn and blink her eyes and that he's safe. Keep telling her he's safe. It's okay. Lick and yawn. Okay. We'll Super? Herself.
4: Then we will do
1: that. Thank you so, so much, much okay. for taking my Bye Sure. Bye-bye. Thanks, Ruthie. We're right, going... don't we have one more caller?
2: Yes, we do. There oh, you
1: uh... <laughs> 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 <I'm a lighter.
0: laughs> Hey,
2: Lucy? Hello?
0: Lu-
1: Hi, Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hi, I'm so glad I got through. How are you? Oh, good. So we just got a few minutes. So, so what does your animal look like, and what would you like to ask them? Okay. Um, I'll make a chart, and I do want to inquire about two of my chihuahuas. One of them, um, her name was Sophie. She passed away last year, around um, April fifteenth. Um, and I'd like to know if she comes near me. I mean, I've relocated homes, so I don't know if she does. she comes to visit. Maybe you can okay. tell me if she does. Sure, and what did Sophie look like? Oh, she was um, a little butterball, um, short hair, white Chihuahua, beautiful, beautiful. Um, was she one of the like little chubby ones, or was she really thin? Yes. Okay. She was chubby. Okay, hold on. they are cute little ones. Hold on. Yeah. She says she comes around you all the time and sometimes she snuggles in bed with you around your head. And sometimes I try to go under the covers. Did she used to do that in life? Um Yes. (laughs) Aw. Mom, you don't have to be scared about where I went. It's a great place. I don't get lost in the grass, (coughs) and I'm never itchy, and there's only soft blankets, and there's a nice man here that sings to me. Would that be like your father, your grandfather or something? Do you know someone, a nice man that used to sing, who's in heaven? Oh, well. um, wow. Um, my my dad, dad passed away two months later. Oh, so it's probably your dad. It's probably your dad. Can, she descri- can you describe him? He's really handsome, he's tidy, and he has a lot of love. Was your brother tidy? Um, his mannerisms
4: were. uh, I I don't know.
1: I don't think he was tidy at home. Oh, he looks like he's tidy in his clothing. Like he looks like he dresses tidy. (laughs) Okay. Very very handsome, she said. (laughs) He He was. He was. But she never oh. met him. She didn't get
2: to meet him. Oh,
1: they don't need to have met them. Sometimes when um, our loved ones pass away or or they go to see our animals just because they had a connection with us. So a lot of times our pets mm-hmm. meet, um, like our ancestors even. So Lizzie, they don't have, have count- to have known them.
4: So we Is have, he heavy?
1: Um, I didn't see him heavy, but if he was slim at one time in his life, he's probably looking like that now. Okay. But no, I didn't see him heavy. I actually saw him quite slim. Mm.
2: Okay. Yeah. Now, if I may, Laura, I do have one last question, and it's in regards to my chihuahua, the one that I have.
1: Yeah, we don't have time Um, because I've got to say goodbye, but you can call in next week. Yeah. Yeah, call in in next week.
2: Thanks for calling. Okay. Thank you so much, Laura. Okay. Thank you. Um, sorry we hang up on you, um, but we only have like 30 seconds left, and I just <laughs> wanted to make sure people knew um, to call in next week. You can find our info on blogtalkradio.com and also on the pet psychic, uh, thepetpsychic.com. And you'll find all the information about adoptions and future shows. We're on every Thursday at... 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. So give us a call, uh, email us, whatever, contact us, and we'll answer your questions live on the air.
1: Yay.
4: Thanks for tuning
2: in. (laughs) Thank you so much. See you next week.